It's Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. You can thank me later. Download the Alive Podcast app from your app store today. Day, good day, good day, good day. How are we all doing, everybody out there in the nation of Judstonia? This is your captain, Presidente Judd. Dictator. <laughs> oh, yeah, dictator. that's right. The dictator. The dictator. <laughs> that's what it says on the website. <laughs> yep, I am the dictator. I am the dictator. The dictator Judd is at your services and here with my co host, Tanisha Lucas Tillandia. And we are the nation of Judstonia. And again, you can find us on uh, on our website, www.judstonia.com. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook, the, the nation of Judstonia. Yes, that's where we are. And today um, is our second episode. Yeah. So um, hand class for that. <laughs> Look at using that sound effects, but um, yeah. So um, yeah, today uh, we're going to uh, talk about working out as a couple. Yes. Uh, being married, uh, Tanisha and I, of course, work out together a lot, and you know, you have a lot of couples that do not. Yep. And uh, we want to hit on that subject today about. When you uh, choose a, a wife or a husband um, or a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and is it important for you to um, both be on the same um, wavelength when it comes to um, health? Um, you know, the way you eat, working out, and different things of that nature. You know, because of course, you know, everybody is always uh, on the same wavelength about, you know, the relationships and how we deal with each other and how we treat each other and things of that nature. But what about those parts of life? What do you think, Tanisha? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely need to be on the same page, I think. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that way starting out. Because, I, I mean, I have seen people where the one person works out and the other one doesn't. And eventually, that other person starts working out. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, they start out like that, I think. Yeah, it, it just depends. <laughs> it depends. You may not ever know. <laughs> well, for me, um, oh, I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Like yeah. that is like it, it, I, it's part of the criteria. Exactly. I like. 
I, you know, if you got your, you know, criterias of choosing your mate and you got, you know, myself, I, you know, I had my top five, top 10 list or whatever. Mm -hmm. That is like probably number two or number three on the list. <laughs> like real talk. I like, I could not be with somebody that does not want to work out. Like I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like me personally, I wouldn't be able to do it because I, I like, um, yeah, I, I just wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, but that's just me. And I'm not saying that's everybody else. However, um, you know, what do you do when you have a, a, a relationship situation where one person is really healthy and the other person isn't healthy and, and, and they just don't want to even, you know, deal with it? Because I, I think that can cause a strain in a, in, in a relationship and a marriage. Because, yes. yeah, because if you're, you know, even if, you know, people don't even think about it, but even the food you buy. Right. So let's say if one person is the grocery shopper of the of the relationship, right? And you know whoever's the healthiest person, it God forbid, you know. Well, it doesn't matter whoever the healthier person is, but you know whoever is that person buying the groceries and the person who is the one that's at home who you know lets the person buy the groceries. If they're healthy and the person who's buying the groceries isn't healthy. <laughs> got problems. <laughs> got problems. Or vice versa. If the person who's buying the groceries is very healthy and the person at home isn't healthy and all they're doing is buying healthy stuff, they're like, yo, I don't like that. That's that third and fourth. Right. And, um, you know, the struggles that we heard from our clients is uh, when you have a healthy person in the house and an unhealthy person in the house is that they're putting snacks and different things in the house that yeah. they, it just throws them <laughs> off their game. They're like, yo, my husband keeps all this daggone junk food in the crib and it, you know, and, and it'd be at night and I'd be like, oh, man, I got to eat something. I don't know how I got this junk food to eat. Yep. yep. <laughs> and that's hard. That's really hard. You know, and um, like in our household, uh, we don't have junk food in the house. And no, we, not really. Not, not really. A little bit of things just in case people come over, which yeah. we had someone over yesterday and she's like, oh, where's the snacks? Yeah, we didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> like you go snack on, you know, some, you know, like some uh, peanuts, so we were not even peanuts because Tanisha got an allergy. So you know we yeah, like almonds and different things of that nature. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we we don't we don't have, but which is good because at the end of the day, even when we are you know craving like nine times out of ten, you're not gonna get in your car and go drive to the supermarket just to get some junk food. So when you're healthy, you're not now. Other, <laughs> yeah, other I guess, people will. I guess I'm speaking for myself. I know someone. <laughs> <laughs> a woman told me <laughs> that her husband, even though he, he works out, I'll, I'll say that he uh, he would get in his car and drive to go get chicken just so he can eat the chicken skin. Wow, <laughs> chicken skin. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> People got some fetishes on chicken skin. That's 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 that yo. That's crazy. But you see, but I mean, at the end of the day, like myself, I'm like, hey, I ain't gonna front. If 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 it's there, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. So if you if you if I have a you know like a bunch of snicker bars sitting in my deck on uh, cupboard board and I'm gonna eat it. So my number one thing is put things in there that are healthy and I'll eat that too. You know what I'm saying? Like I won't think twice about it. So if I'm hungry, I'm gonna you know if I have a bunch of fruit or something like that, I'm gonna eat the fruit. Right. Um, so you know that's what you know we do in our household and the great thing is that we are in sync with how we eat and not like not everybody's like that though right. not everybody's like that but what do you do what do you mm -hmm. do when you're when you're 
not in sync. You know what I'm saying? How do you, you know, help wheel the other person in? Because at the end of the day, you 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 want your spouse or you know your significant other to be as healthy as possible, especially if you guys are together and you're saying, "Oh, we're going to death do us part." Like, shoot, I don't want you to die like <laughs> right. 10, 15 years before me because you are so unhealthy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you want to be in a situation where you be like, look, you know, we in this together. Let's control what we can. Again, you know, I don't know if you guys heard my first episode. Um, it's like my biggest fear is, you know, controlling, you know, what you can control. And that is something that you can control. Uh, you know, what you put into your body is what you can control. And so, you know, um, yeah, and it and it's and it's hard because uh, you know you may have somebody that's very stubborn and just be like, nah, I, I gotta I gotta have my Cheetos and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> I gotta have certain food that you know like hey, hey this that's like non-negotiable and right. um, you know it, I, I will say so I am a baker. So I make cakes. Everybody loves my cakes that I make. She makes excellent cakes. I actually try not to make the cakes because I don't want any temptation in the house. So I really only make them when people pay me to make them or if we're having a party. And then I make sure that everybody takes a slice and it's out of the house. Because I'm like, I don't even want to hear. A lot of times I barely even get to taste the cake. Yeah, her, her cakes are really good. Like her <laughs> rum cake, and then she has this rum pistachio cake. Yeah, pistachio pudding cake, yes. Rum pistachio pudding cake, yeah. off the chain, off the chain. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, again, we only keep a certain piece in there. And, and look, it's a weekend thing. Again, like I was telling yep. you, you know, during the week, we don't try to, you know, eat that type of stuff. But, you know, on the weekends, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll indulge in that rum cake like it ain't nothing. So, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I, I guess, and that, you know what, and I think that is a, um, a way to, to um, come to a compromise, per se. You know, just, just choose days that you can just, you know, eat your, what you want to eat, you know what I mean, um, with your, your, your significant other. And you'd be like, look, let's try to be healthy, you know, um, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday, man, just, you know. You know, you can you can do what you got, you know, eat what you want to eat. Right. But let's try to, you know, be as on the most healthiest we can from Monday through Friday and eat the right food. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that would be uh ideal way for um, you know, people to to make a compromise per se. Yep, I agree. Yep. So it's the best way to do it. Yeah, so you know, um and you know, when you have kids, well, my thing is Kids are going to only do what the parents do. Like, if you, you know, always have unhealthy things in your household, your kids are going to grow up on that, and that's what they're going to do. If you don't give them that option, I mean, you know, what they are going to eat what you put in there. You know what I mean? I can't, like, I can't, you know, it, it, it drives me nuts when I see parents, like, scared of their kid oh my god he got he this is what he wants to eat like what like then he ain't gonna eat i mean hey it is what it is if you ain't eating i guess you're gonna starve tonight because exactly. at the end of the day this is what we're eating in this house you know what i mean yep. so you got some parents mm-hmm. that'll just make food for the kid right like, exactly case in point yeah 
your family member. <laughs> I want to say who it is that no came name. to visit <laughs> and stayed oh, yeah. with us. Yeah. Used to eat macaroni and cheese all the time. Yep. <laughs> came to live with us and looked at salmon like it was death. Exactly. I cooked salmon, just looked at it like, I'm not eating this. <laughs> but eventually... Got he, used to it. Yeah, he had to. There yes. was no other way around it because we wasn't doing mac and cheese every day all night. Nope. Shoot. Mm -mm. So, you know, he got to a point was like, man, either I'm going to die here or I'm going <laughs> to eat this food. <laughs> this this salmon and uh, all this different, uh, you know, what we call good food. Where, you know, he yeah. was looking at it like, man, I don't know what these people are doing. They trying exactly. to kill me. And it's like, but, you know, again, you know, the body is, is, a, is a beautiful thing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's all mental to me. I'm like, everything in this world is mental. So you can, um, you know, it's how you perceive it and just be like, you know what? I'm going to be more healthier. So, and just act on it. It's just act on it. And, you know, sometimes you got to drag your partner across that, that finish line, <laughs> kicking and screaming. But guess what? You're doing it for the betterment of you both, not just them, you know, because, again, think about it. Um, if you're in a relationship and that person is just very unhealthy and then they get to a point where they get sick and then you're going to have to be that burden is going to fall on your shoulders. Yep. And take care of them. Yeah. You know, taking care of somebody, um, having to give them their di diabetes shots or, you know, just maybe wheeling them around and different things yep. of that nature and and it's and it's funny for me to speak like this because i'm i'm 50 and i gotta speak like this because i'm 50 but I, I mentally i don't feel like i'm 50 i'm like you know <laughs> and, and physically i don't feel like i'm 50 you know what i'm saying so i'm talking like dang you know like i'm talking about like 60 70 years but guess what i i, I know people even younger than me who had heart attacks you know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, I mean, we see it all the day long. You see these, you strokes. know, strokes, yep. rappers dying young. Yep. People just, you know, like, you know, 40 years old dying and getting heart attacks, getting strokes and different things of that nature. And it's like, yo, it's real. It's real. And, and it's nothing, you know, you can do about it until it happens. And then, then you, now you're trying to work backwards. Yep. You know, you're in a situation where you're like, your doctor's like, look, if you don't get, you know, X, Y, Z going in your life, you're going to die. And then now you're trying to be, oh, I got to get healthy now. And then it's now it's harder to get healthy because at the end of the day, um, you know, you, you, you've damaged some stuff in your body that may keep you from, you know, exhorting yourself like you'd like to. Right. So, you know, we, we got, you know, it's just, you know. Take control of the things you can as you, you know, as early as possible. So um, before we continue, uh, we got to go to our break so our sponsors can get in and we will be right back.
And we are back. So how are we all doing? So yeah, we was sitting here talking and um, we was talking about, you know, we, we kind of touched upon it about kids and, you know, what they eat at, at the house and different things of that nature. And, you know, as parents, um, you got to set an example for your children. Mm-hmm. You got to. Like, <laughs> I have clients, right, and they'll be telling me what they can't do, complaining, and, you know, just just being like, you know, just like not showing up, doing different things like that. And it's so funny to me because I always be like, yo, you know, if they have children, I'd be like, so I said, I wish I could have your kids sit here and watch you work out. <laughs> and the reason why I say that, I said, you be telling your kid, don't you quit. Don't you, oh, yep. you know, give your best effort all the time. And, you know, when you're in school, do this, do that, do this, do that. And when they show up to me, they do the total opposite of what they tell their kids to do. And I'd be like, I wish I could have your kids just sit here and watch you. And maybe mm-hmm. you would be like, oh, man, I got I to gotta step up my game because he's watching. And this is what I preach to him. So it's not, I, I, I am a person who believes in, yo, just don't talk the talk, walk the walk. Because if you are a person that walks in that light, you know what I'm saying, and, and you you do everything that you're that you tell your kids to do, and you're doing it yourself, it's so much easier for them. It's so much easier for them. Like you know, for instance, my son, he's a very athletic dude, but it's not by like again, it just didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? I I truly don't believe it just didn't happen. It's just that you know everything around him has always been, uh, um, you know, like health conscious like everybody around him uh to his mother to um his stepmother to me all of us all work out yep. on a consistent basis on on you know what i mean and just and so to him it was nothing like i i used to have my son in the gym Ooh, like okay my son i had him doing workouts like one two years old i had him doing push-ups upside down push-ups i i was like you know had him working out Two, three. Then when he he got to the gym with me when he was around six, we I had him in the gym, and uh, you know some people you know it was nothing like you know I ain't have him squatting five hundred pounds nothing like that but I just had him getting used to doing weight training exercises at, at you know the pace that he can do it in, and I'll never forget man like to this day like people that know my son he's twenty two years old now. They, they remember him when he was a kid in the gym and they just seen him grow like, you know, wow. And then people used to be like, oh, you're going to stun his growth because you got him working out so young. This, that, third, and fourth. I'm 5'9", and then it's 6'2". So <laughs> that myth of you're going to stunt a kid's growth, uh, teaching them to work out is the biggest myth of all. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the, 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 the issue now is our school systems is letting us down. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. Especially, you know, um, the public school systems and stuff like that, because I we have, you know, um, people in our class, um, you know, that, you know, we have a, uh, you know, sometimes we train kids. And I had one one kid um, that, you know, um, he was training and he just was not, you know, he was 14 years old in high school and um he just did not not know how to use weights. Like, you know, he did not know, you know, the proper way to use weights and work out. And he's in high school. And I'm like, yo, do they teach you that? I mean, like, do they bring you guys into a weight room and show you how to work out? He's like, nah, unless you're on a, you know, football team or something mm-hmm. like that. They don't, they don't, they don't do that. And I'm like, wow. And then you got to understand, like, uh, you know, again, I'm 50. <laughs> 
So I grew up in a time in the, in the, in the 80s, in the, um, you know, late 70s, 80s, where kids is outside all day long. Mm-hmm. We was playing. We learned how to play football. We learned how to play basketball. We learned how to play baseball. Like, man, we used it like, if you got a stick and a rock, you can play baseball. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we just were, were very, very active. No one wanted to be in the house. Like, your parents had to come and drag you back into the house. Yep. You know? Now, because of the, the, the television and, and YouTube Phones. and uh, video games and all the stuff that these kids got at the, at, at, you know, the cell phones, it's just at the tip of their fingers. No, you, you could drive in any neighborhood now and look at the parks. They're empty. Like, basketball courts, empty. Football fields, empty. Like, no one is using them. Like, we work out in a place called Athletic Republic and um, in Capitol Heights, Maryland. And um, it's basically a, uh, a gym that specifies also in, in it trains a lot of high school athletes. They have a lot of football training, basketball training, volleyball, yep. um, baseball, softball. Mm-hmm. And a lot of athletes come in there and they train. And it's like now... The, the move is if you have a kid that is, you know, trying to become, you know, try, trying to be, you know, in sports um, and they want to get better. They have to go these <clears throat> they have to go to these type of facilities. Yep. They have to. They have to go to these facilities. They have to work with trainers and parents got to pay for that mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you got kids now that are, that are working at certain sports year round. Like they're training, like you know, at if they're a, a cornerback, they're training, you know, to be a cornerback year around. A quarterback. We have um, a program over there at at Athletic Republic. The quarterbacks are there at five a.m. with us. Yeah. <laughs> five a.m. in the morning, before they go to school, they're training, you know film study then they get on the field they're training you know repetition and passing um handing off drills i mean just all of that and then they come back in the evening yeah so, same time we're there same time we're there and and it's like these kids are now you know it, it's a situation where you know which i feel bad because at the end of the day if you're if you're a, a parent that doesn't have the means to pay for this type of training mm-hmm. um you know, sometimes it could be hard for you uh, yep. because it's hard for kids to go outside and learn how to play the game and there's nobody else playing the game with them. Right. You know, unless you're a parent who's out there, you know, training them yourself. And a lot of parents don't even know to begin how to do it. And, um, you know, that's just the world we live in now, you know, and and these kids are getting more and more skilled early in their sports. And it's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, it's a good thing because it's keeping them active and they're learning how to play their, their craft. But the, but the bad thing I see in it is that now kids are becoming more and more, um, uh, you know, um, blinders on when it comes to sports. Like they are, you know, just playing one sport. Like compared to back in the day when, you know, kids would play like three, four yeah, sports. Yeah, multiple sports. <laughs> yeah, you play, you know, football in the fall. Um, in the springtime, you know, I mean, football in the fall, winter basketball, then you run track or play baseball. Right. And, you know, they just they just did that. And, you know, you still got kids that do that. But, you know, now with, the, you know, 
NIL. <laughs> we can go with that's going to be a whole other subject. But anyway, great. But I mean, now with college scholarships and different things of that nature, so much is on the line. Like everybody is trying to pick a sport that they're good at and they're trying to get as good as they can at that sport mm-hmm. and be as, you know, uh, skilled as they can to uh, eventually, you know, get a free ride to school. Yep. And um, yeah, so I mean, it, you know, it's two ways of looking at it. But again, it all stems back to activity, you know what I'm saying? And we have to get our children active because. We have a, a a generation of kids, man, that's going to be, you know, that are like, I am in better shape than a lot of kids I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm 50 years old. And that's that's not good at all. At all. I mean, uh, you know, my wife and I are like, literally, we're in better shape than uh, there's 15, 16 year olds, 17 year olds that I will smoke. And I'm just like, <laughs> how is that? <laughs> 50. Like, I could never imagine me at 16, 17 year old and my dad and my mom being able to smoke me. Like, you know what I'm saying? In anything. I'm right. like, nah, it wouldn't happen. Mm-mm. But today, yeah, it happens very easily because a lot of these, you know, it's just the, 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 the lifestyle. Yep. What you think? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shame you don't see the kids outside playing like you used to. Um, I was actually happy. Yesterday, a friend of mine came to visit from New Jersey. She was in the area um, for something else and stopped by. And we're talking, and her oldest son, she was like, oh, he goes to the park, and he plays. So I was very happy yeah, to Yeah, I was that. shocked. I was like, wait a minute. He goes, I was like, nah. He's like, yeah, he go to the park. They play basketball, football. And I said, man. That's a unicorn right there. Right. Shoot. (laughs) You don't really see that. (laughs) Nah, you really don't. You really don't. Like it's 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 very hard to find kids that can that want to to physically go outside. Yep. Like, you know, and I think that even plays a part, I I believe. Like, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, when we was growing up, was there any such thing called allergies? Like I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember us being allergic to the to the leaves like the and the grass and, stuff like and the pollen and all that kind of stuff. I just don't remember that. I, I don't remember that. I, I never in my life, when uh, I was a kid, like mm-hmm. seen people like, oh my god, I can't go outside because of the grass. Right. Or because of the. I don't remember that either. Huh. Nah, mm-hmm. they was not. I think that we're getting because we stay indoors so much that we're getting to a point where our bodies is not you know adaptive to, to the outside, the outside environment yep, exactly. I, that, that's why I, I mean i ain't no scientist or anything like that and hey y'all will probably find someone on the internet that tells me i'm wrong but that's my story and i'm sticking with it period that's what it is i promise you i, I that's what i think i'm like because I, when I was growing up, and now I got allergies, my dad on self, but I'm just like, I don't know when that happened. But <laughs> when I was younger, and there was no such thing as no allergies. Everybody was outside. You know, you, you came back and you smelled like the earth. Yeah. When you came back home, you smelled like you outside. You smelled like outside. Yeah. That's what your mother says. Smell like outside. Man, you get in that tub, that'd be a black ring around that daggone tub <laughs> from all the dirt and everything. It wasn't no come back in the house. Let me get um, some bottled water or whatever. You would just be like drink from a hose. Some of these holes <laughs> exactly. on the side of the house. Everybody would be just drinking holes to keep it moving. You know, those times is not ever going to be back anymore. Just stayed outside. Stayed just, outside. Just didn't want to even come in. <laughs> nah, 
<laughs> never, never. You know, they just had to come search for you. They had to have a search party. But then again, also, our society is a little bit different now because, you know, I no, mean, yeah. people are crazy. People are crazy, yes. You know, so <laughs> it's very hard to just leave your kids to, you know, you know, even when you, you know, have kids that want to go outside, you're kind of worried because, you know, yeah. just this, this, this society has gotten to a point with, you know, gun violence and, and you know, it, and you, you, you sit there and be like, oh, okay, you know, growing up, it's like, you know, I grew up in the suburbs. So at the end of the day, you know, ain't nobody was thinking about no gun violence unless you live Mm-mm. like in the middle of the Bronx or some, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm from New York. So, but I mean, now, shoot, uh, there was a story in our neighborhood. Remember the kid who got shot? He was outside raking his lawn or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. So he outside with his dad. What? Raking? Just raking the leaves. Raking leaves. And the and father went inside to prepare uh, dinner, and he heard the shots and ran outside, and his son was on the ground. Yeah. Got shot. And raking leaves in a, in, in a suburban yep. neighborhood. And I mean, it, and it's just, you know, this is the times we live in. And, you know, so it's very... You know, you got to be very protective, right? And you know, and cognizant of your environment and what's around you. But at the same time, you know, you you want your kids to, you know, have some type of independence, right? And you know, and learn how to navigate through this world. Uh, and you do want them to be active, and you know, that's to me is number one. You gotta you got to, you know, teach your children to be very very active at a young age. So that they can, you know, continue that and then, you know, your grandkids can be active. You know what I'm saying? And different things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's where we are. And I would like us to, you know, really think about, um, you know, when it comes to spouses, like when we started, you know, how we eat and helping us to eat better together. And also helping our kids to be to eat well and just as you know you know good as you would eat and also to um, keep your children active yep. you know keep them active so this is the, the coming to the end of our segment um, and um, loved speaking to you guys out there and we're having a great time and great conversation and we will we'll be back again and I hope you guys enjoyed this segment with Nation of Judstonia. And I am Judd. And, and I'm Tanisha. And we are part of the Alive Podcast Network. And I will catch you guys later. And as we say in Judstonia, get fit, don't quit. And you got to understand your wealth is your health. Amen to that.